We're continuing our series, little by little, through the lovely prayer of our Lord for his disciples and for us. So if you would turn to that, we're going to read verses 6 through 8 as we read. This is God's inerrant word and the prayer of our Lord Jesus for his disciples and for us. I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours, you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you, for I have given to them the words which you have given me, and they have received them and have known surely that I came forth from you, and they have believed that you sent me. Father, we do pray that as we prepare our hearts to come to your table, that we'd be listeners to your precious word here. And Lord Jesus, we thank you for praying for us. We rejoice in our salvation and we ask for the filling of your spirit to come rightly. And we ask it in Jesus' name, amen. Last week in verse five, we were shown that uh, the Lord manifested uh, the person of his father, he said, to the men the father had given to him. He manifested himself. He manifested the living God to them. And now in verses six through eight, we see five actions I believe that the disciples took, which they could do because the Lord Jesus had manifested God to them, and they believed. The first action in verse 6, the Lord Jesus said to his father, they have kept your word. They have kept your word. He said, they were yours, you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. So in John 14, earlier in this lengthy sermon uh, that the Lord uh, gave before this uh, time of prayer and before he went to the cross. He said, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. What an awesome promise. <laughs> the father will love us and we, the father, son, Holy Spirit, will come to him and make our home with him. And then, in the negative, he says, he who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. And so those who love the Lord keep his word. It's certainly by grace, by his spirit. They know it is their life. They knew that the word of God is their life. They stumble, yes, we stumble, certainly we do. But in the course of their life, there are more and more word-centered people. That's what they are. That's how they are characterized. The word is always becoming more and more the joy and delight of their heart. May it be so here. The second action, verse 7, the Lord uh, spoke to his father. Now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you. So they knew now at this time in their walk with Jesus on the earth that what Jesus taught them was given to them by the father. It's from the living God. It was and is the eternal word of God given to them in person by God's eternal son who himself is the word. And as we come to commune with him by his invitation and by his command, we too must come acknowledging that our Lord Jesus accomplished all that he was given to do. He shared and he taught all that he was given to teach from his father. And by his grace, we know this in the word. And the Lord prayed to his father. He said, I have given to them the words which you have given me. He obeyed completely 
perfectly. Our Lord Jesus gave to his disciples and to us, now according to his Father's words and according to his Father's will. And then he gave his life. He is a God of grace, meaning he gave. He gave, he keeps giving, uh, and he came to give. He came to give us the words of his Father, and he gave his life in his love for us. He gave his people, his sheep, the word of life, and he also gave them eternal life by giving his life as a sacrifice and as an atonement for our sin. Now the third action, it said, they have received them. They had received the words. The disciples received these teachings, the words of Jesus, uh, as from their Father in heaven. They received it by faith. They heard it, they believed it, and they accepted them. This is the truth. And all true disciples receive the words of life from him and accept them as they truly are. They are the words of life. And Paul said this to the Thessalonian church. And he said, We thank God without ceasing because when you receive the word of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it. You welcomed it, you received it. Not as the word of men, I mean, it came by man, not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. Praise God, his word word continually works in us who believe and changes us. And may we here keep growing in this kind of faith. And may we all here continue to receive and welcome the word of God into our hearts in every way that he allows us to do that. And as we come to his table this morning, let's commit again to be hearers of the word and doers of the word. We certainly need his grace to do that, of course. The fourth action, it says, they have known surely that I came forth from you. So they knew something here. They knew that Jesus came forth from the Father and is also God. He is the Messiah. And they knew this truth with certainty from the Holy Spirit. And they had just heard the Lord teach on the Holy Spirit. A major part of those chapters were on the Spirit. Those chapters, verses 14 through 16. And they knew that their master was the Messiah. He is the anointed one. He is the Son of God. And the Lord had reproved them a number of times, of course, uh, because they had weak faith and they had unbelief. And yet, in this prayer, he prays to his Father in such a, a kind way. He represents these disciples who often failed and were weak in such a loving way. Well, the fifth action, it says, they have believed that you sent me. In the beginning of this gospel, the Apostle John said, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. And so his disciples believed in his name, they, they believed in who he was, they knew who he was, and they received him. They knew that Jesus was from the Father and that he taught what his Father had given him to teach. And then they submitted to the commands and the teachings uh, of their master. And they kept his word. They obeyed the words the Lord gave them from uh, his Father by the power of the Holy Spirit. And then they went out and they taught it to others. They all suffered for doing that. But their master had overcome the world. He said near the end of his sermon, before the prayer, these things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. The spirit of peace. Even in suffering and persecution. That in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. 
And so, brothers and sisters, let's come now to be nourished at his table. We need nourishment. We need strength. We need to receive grace to help in time of need and to find peace and to find hope because he has overcome the world. I'm going to conclude in prayer. This is the first prayer in the Valley of Vision book of prayer. And it's written in the first person. So I uh, pray that you will uh, receive this uh, think of this as your, from yourself. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, blessed Son, eternal Spirit, I adore you as one being, one essence, one God in three distinct persons for bringing sinners to know you and to know your kingdom. Oh, Father, you have loved me and sent Jesus to redeem me. Oh, Jesus, you have loved me and assumed my Nature, you shed your own blood to wash away my sins. You wrought righteousness to cover my unworthiness. O Holy Spirit, you have loved me and entered my heart, implanted there eternal life, revealed to me the glories of Jesus. Three persons and one God, I bless and praise you for love so unmerited, so unspeakable, so wondrous, so mighty to save the lost, and raise them to glory. Oh, Father, I thank you that in fullness of grace, you have given me to Jesus, to be his sheep, his jewel, his portion. Oh, Jesus, I thank you that in fullness of grace, you have accepted me, espoused me, and bound me. Oh, Holy Spirit, I thank you that in fullness of grace, you have exhibited Jesus as my salvation. You have implanted faith within me, subdued my stubborn heart, and made me one with you forever. O Father, you are enthroned to hear my prayers. O Jesus, your hand is outstretched to take my petitions. O Holy Spirit, you are willing to help my infirmities, to show me my need, to supply words, to pray within me, to strengthen me that I faint not in supplication. O triune God, who commands the universe, you have commanded me to ask for those things that concerned your kingdom and concerned my soul. Let me live and pray as one baptized into the threefold name. And we do praise you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Amen.